We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, can we hold hands? I'm so excited. Yes, me too. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. We're back. We're back. Happy New Year. Yeah, because we didn't, we have, this is our first one in the new year. Mm-hmm. And it's episode, episode 69. 69. Nice. This is my favorite number. Ugh. I, we are so excited to be back. We're, like, yeah, we were thinking about it for weeks. Yes. We kept texting each other like, oh my God, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. Yeah, because we actually, even though. Uh, we only took one week off from releasing an episode. We had recorded in advance. Mm-hmm. So we've been, we haven't recorded in a few weeks. Yeah. Almost a month you. now. I miss you too. The holidays felt like an eternity. They were very long. Mm-hmm. You were on like, you were on an adventure. You yeah. were across the globe. I, the it was very oh. scary. <laughs> was it? Oh, just with like Omicron? Yeah. Well, and like, I know if I get Omicron, or any if I get COVID I will likely be fine right uh but that's not my concern right. like yes yeah. I don't want to get anyone else sick mm-hmm. and I also right, was like selfish. if I am stuck somewhere uh-huh. and I can't come home yeah that's Fucking gonna nightmare. suck ass but and, like all of these flights have been getting canceled because of like the mm-hmm. airline employees have been getting sick it's just it, this is wild I read today that they're expecting half of Europe to get infected in the next eight weeks um, Half. I read that they're saying office air, uh, COVID, COVID, office air kills COVID in the first five minutes. And then people are like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The CDC think, is like, yeah, you just want us to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Who sponsored this office study? Air. What is office, office air? air? Farts it, and like microwave salmon. Yeah. <laughs> It, it kills COVID and just you and all of your hopes. Right. And your morale. Yeah. It kills morale, especially the salmon. <laughs> the the old fish in the microwave. Oh, my God. I really do not miss the office. No. Me, at all. I miss socializing. We haven't. Socializing with coworkers. The whole time we've been doing this podcast, we have been working from home. Isn't that yeah. wild? Yeah. Because we started this in June that of the pandemic. That is actually insane. I have literally not been to the any office at all. So I downloaded Sims, as many oh. know. I got Sims for Christmas. Thank you, Mr. Liz. Um, what an elite present. It's Sims 4. Well, because I've joked about it, and it was like on super sale on Steam. So he was like, 
I'm going to buy you Sims for Christmas. And I was like, you are not going to see me until 2023. <laughs> is it the, so is Steam where you download games? Yes, yeah, Steam okay. you can download games from. Oh, I should buy it if it's still on super, super sale. I yeah. should buy it. Sims 4. I it's, miss the Sims. So I got all wrapped up downloading custom content. Fuck yeah. Including a um, like sex modification. <gasps> what? So that's been kind of fun to mess around with. Um, you can like make settings like... Um, like the set, like you know how when you like woohoo a Sims, it's like you're under the covers. It's boring. Yeah, this removes all of that. Love that. It is very graphic. I was like, I was like, this is really fun and funny, but also now I feel weird. Like I'm one of those weird people, like watching porn, but as like a video game. <laughs> you're like that's like a I'm weird like an form in- of voyeurism. Yeah, I. Well, no, I made me and Mr. Liz on Sims. <laughs> Your sim looks just like you. Thank you. You did a good job. Thanks. I, to make you feel better, I had a cheat for the first sims that would take the covers off of the bed during sex. And See, it would take the blur off of the sims in the shower. That's weird. Like, you have a, you have a modification. That is supposed to exist. <laughs> no, the modification you download. Like, it's not even hosted through sims. Oh. You download it separately. It's oh. way worse. <laughs> and you can change this setting to make your sims, like cum sluts there's a cum slut setting so it means you respond enthusiastically to cum or you can make them cum repulsed so they don't they think it's gross and like it ruins their mood this but is they remarkable have, you can like cl- you can like decide like and it also kind of like the download also comes with like stripper poles and like these signs that prompt like the sims to like want to be naked. I have I don't have a ton of experience with it. It's called Wicked Whims if you're a fucking weirdo like me. <laughs> so and I asked Mr. Liz, I was like, wait, is it weird that I downloaded this? Because I want it to be a little bit like real life. Like I downloaded all of this custom content for decorating my home, which, as you know, is important. To yeah, me. I mean, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to practice decorating a mansion that I'll never have. No, I actually don't even want a mansion. I don't even want one. Yeah. Um, okay. I know I can't afford one, but I didn't want one to begin with. <laughs> um, so I was like, is it? Wait, do you think it's like weird? And he's like, I actually think it's like kind of hot. And I was like, okay. Nice. So. <laughs> no, like most couples, not most couples. Some couples will watch porn to get in the mood. Y'all will just watch your Sims having sex. Yeah, we just <laughs> decide what we want, what we're going to recreate later. <laughs> we do like a, like a gameplay, oh like a, <laughs> like, you know how like sports commentators uh-huh. are like drawing on the screen yeah like, yeah and mm-hmm. you'll go here and then you do like slow-mo replays uh-huh. <laughs> espn and the ass is for sex hey. <laughs> so that's what i've been up to wow that's great i've only been playing candy crush i want us i want to twitch stream us playing the sims uh-huh that'll and, take a while and me playing candy crush yeah feel like this could be i spent so much time doing it anyway subscribe to my Twitch. i didn't know i had no idea you played candy crush i'm on level like 3400 i was playing stardew valley on the plane and a guy wearing a twitch shirt stopped to like on his way back from the bathroom and he's like is that stardew valley <gasps> that's so cool and wow mr liz like so we were flying back from um his hometown and um he i love him but 
we don't need to sit right next to each other because neither of us want to sit in the middle. Oh, yeah. I'm a window person. He's an aisle person because he's tall. I was about to say his Gotta long stretch legs. out his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I compromise by booking us both in the aisle so we can hold hands across the aisle. I really love that. My parents do that sometimes, too. What? <laughs> you know, that's so sweet. They're like, I love you, but it's fine if we're not immediately next to each other. Plus, we had just spent a bunch of time together. But the other thing I wanted to tell you is, did you know that putting an orange in the freezer for like 30 minutes makes it so fucking tasty? <laughs> I saw your tweet. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I had heard someone mention it. They were like, oh, yeah, you should like put an orange in the freezer I think it was um, one of Mr. Liz's friends like a long time ago. He's like, yeah, it's like really refreshing. And then I don't know what motivated me to be like, yeah, I'm going to try that. Did you, it's still in the skin or do you peel it and then I put had, it I put it in there while it still had the skin on. Okay. Like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And then you take it out and peel it and it's just like dessert. I don't know. It's so like sweet and refreshing and it's like a little frozen oh yum Uh, try it one of the only people that i still talk to from college he was in town for the holidays and we were drinking and he told me this story that he was he could have sworn he had told me it and there's no way i would have ever fucking forgotten this story but after he told me he's like you could tell this on the podcast hell yeah i was like oh i was going to ask you if i could (laughs) so i have his permission to tell this but I'm not going to tell it as good as he did (laughs) because he was there. But um, he was dating this girl all through high school or for most of high school. And they were dating freshman year of college when I first met him. Um, And then they went to a watershed festival at the gorge and they were fighting a lot. And she was just like being awful. And she ended up like (laughs) doing this like dramatic exit after one of their fights and like getting in the back of a pickup truck of like some guys that she did not know. And just, like, leaving with them. What the fuck? Yeah, on the campground. And he was like, okay, bye. Like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> this is a really short story. But how he was telling it was so fucking good. Later on in the day, they were um, at one of the, the sets at the main stage. And he was just, like, in the back with one of his friends. And on the Jumbotron, the camera panned into the audience. And he saw her making out with one of the dudes that had left with her in the pickup truck in the pickup truck on the jumbotron is this a country song Uh, yeah (laughs) no it sounds like it but that's how he found out that she was cheating on the jumbotron at this music festival can you imagine anything worse than finding out that way no i would have taken a picture and been like find a ride home (laughs) yeah well so then they had to drive home together she was oh driving him God. home and I was like, you couldn't have found a different. Yeah. And so he like, she was driving him. home. She pulled up, he got into his car and then they did not say a single word to each other the whole way home. And then they, they were done. Yeah. So that was freshman year of college and she was just hitting him up like what a month a, ago being like, I miss you. Fucking college thing to have. I know. Can you fucking stand it? Can you imagine? The audacity. To be like, and his friend was like, is that her? And he was like, yep. Wait, and, what did does he re, did he remember like what band it was or he told me it was someone like Garth Brooks it was like some like big name oh, Kenny God. Chesney I don't know someone that like I recognize the he name of needs to write into this singer or band he needs to let them know yeah like you were instrumental you are a core memory of mine now <laughs> I'll never listen to your music again but 
During this song that you were performing at this festival, I saw my girlfriend cheating on me on the jumbo drum. It's poetic. It's like, that really is a country song. Uh, And then it was at a country music festival. And it's just like, what the, like, if I, I can't imagine that kind of pain. They had been dating for like years. And then here she is cheating in front of 50,000 people. Well, (laughs) nobody knows except him. Just, I wonder how he, how did he respond to her? Did he ever confront her? He must have. They had to have had a conversation about it because, like, they broke up, broke up, and they were together for, like, years and years. So it had to have been a conversation. But he said he was just, like, numb when he saw it. He was just, like, yep, that's her. But I guess, like, how else would you respond? You know, it's it's so unbelievable. Like, there is your girlfriend cheating on you in on a big screen. I would... (laughs) lose my shit yeah, i would too. i would i would black out it i don't know oh i have a tip oh this is like okay so i wrote down this this uh tiktokers handle great because i took the tip from her um she's a boudoir photographer love her, her handle is the caitlin scott so the k-a-t-e-l-y-n-s-c-o-t-t the caitlin scott beautiful um one of her like tips was if you are gonna take like a sexy picture, um, you use video instead. So she shows how to like lock the screen and change the brightness and whatever, and then you do a video, and then you go like just screen like frame by frame. So I did that last night. <gasps> Fuck yeah, that's how I take my that's how I take my thirst traps. Is yes, that way. they're so good. Wait, are you happy with them? Oh, absolutely. <gasps> so, fuck yes. <laughs> to go even more into this story, I um, recently bought some lingerie from Honey Burdette. I've never heard of that. Um, I was get I started getting ads from them, and then I like followed them, and like I just have been keeping an eye on their stuff to see if there's anything I really like because some of their stuff is a little kinky. Love that. Um, so they had a fat sale around Christmas, and I was like. I'll check it out and see what I can find. And this, the deal was too good for me to pass up. So I bought a bodysuit and then I bought a two-piece set. I'll show them to you too. They're I great. I want to see them. Um, And I was like, whatever. I don't – like you don't know how like something's going to fit you, especially right. something like lingerie um, because our bodies are all so different, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately and fortunately, they both fit great. So I spent, <laughs> spent like 200 bucks. And um, How often I do you buy lingerie though? You know, it's like more often than most probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, like I haven't bought lingerie in years and years and years. So it's like when you find like a good piece. Uh, well, and I've learned because they've had something that I like, I loved it. And I was just like eyeballing it. And then it sold out so fast and like they never made it again. And I constantly regretted not buying it. So I was like, I'm just going to like it. They have this great sale. I'm going to buy it. Anyways, um, Mr. Liz and I were getting a little spicy last night. And uh, he was like, why don't you like, because I haven't shown it to him yet. And he's like, why don't you model some of it for me if you want? So I was like, I'm going to try this video tip because it was like right before bed. I already don't have makeup on. And then I tried taking pictures and I just felt really awkward. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to try this video thing. And it's so much easier when you're like dynamically moving. And then I ended up also like making some of them into short clips. That was fun, too. 
that's my favorite thing to do that's uh-huh. my pinned video on my twitter is me doing that exact thing so you get natural poses out yeah, of it exactly you need to do it mm-hmm. i can't believe that you also already knew that ter- the that tip i don't remember who told me it one of my friends told me about it it was like oh it's the oh no it wasn't one of my friends it was this girl that was <laughs> it was this girl that was on are you the one her name was kenya mm. and i'm fucking obsessed with her she's perfect in every way and she was saying that she'll because her thirst traps are like like she's just such a natural but it's because she's just taking when you're moving exactly it's like, it's like you're not so aware that like i don't know there's something very empowering feel like into about your, it. you're a little more into yourself like the the pictures i was taking like while i or just the videos i the video i was taking while i was moving like you you aren't just kind of like stuck trying to like pose in a certain way mm-hmm. um yeah you just and it like it boosted my confidence i was yes. like oh i am like kind of hot good for me Hell like yeah because i always think you know trying to pose for these like pictures that you feel awkward mm-hmm. and then when you're moving you you feel more human and like when you're like looking back at it and like taking screenshots of like what's good you're like, like wow, I, I look am hot, hot when I'm moving just yeah. like in the world yeah yeah totally. yeah you know what's so funny is when I'm putting together the clips from those videos I always go to our sex playlist which reminds Love me that we have a sex playlist just type in the holy hour same spelled the same way mm-hmm. and you'll see it it's a great playlist but I'll always like listen through it I'm like what vibe am I feeling and then I'll just take one of those songs and use it as the background for like my Love thirst trap videos highly recommend you know what I'm also gonna recommend um I have a subspace playlist <laughs> oh my god that's right I I removed it from I like removed me mentioning it from a previous podcast because oh. i think i removed like part of the conversation that makes sense or something uh i have a subspace playlist um also recommend that mm-hmm. um and like the the holy hour playlist is like under me as a creator oh so you can still find my subspace playlist Perfect. yeah just yeah. click click her name i was thinking on the way over here a tip about the benefits of talk i'm gonna say the tip after i tell the story so <laughs> it'll make more sense i am i don't know what you're gonna say i know I'm i so know stoked. so I, I haven't talked about this yet <gasps> yet it was a few months ago um when i hooked up with my co my old co- co-worker when we were just like mm. friends for a while and then like we ended up having sex um he he listens to the <laughs> podcast which is probably why hey. i didn't talk about it oh. honestly <laughs> it's not like i was like hiding it i was just kind of like I don't, I don't know anyway um we were like strictly platonic there was never really any sort of like sexual tension or anything we would just like hang out and like whatever we were really comfortable with each other and then there was one night when we were both single at the same time which had not happened and we were out getting drinks and dinner and we just had this like really open honest conversation about sex and like what makes sex good for us and like what's been like bad sex and what made it bad and like all we were just like being really open he's the one that put me on to come as you are originally oh thank so, you yeah. i don't ever shut the fuck up about that book <laughs> so i have oh, you to thank my god he, you and my therapist and he read it so that he would be a better partner in bed i know i love so that he's he's a quality dude whoever yeah. he ends up with is really lucky he is a good guy no matter who reads it you will become a better partner in bed because of it 100 percent, yeah but he him and i we went to dinner and we got drinks we were just like talking really openly about sex and not in like a way that felt suggestive at all we were just like talking about it 
And we went back to my apartment just because we were like not done talking. And there was a lull in conversation. And he was like, would it be weird if I kissed you right now? Because we had never had that kind of exchange. And I was like, no. And we started making out and we had sex very quickly. Very little foreplay. It was just like it happened. And it was phenomenal. Some of the best I was going to say, isn't that like the closest you've gotten to kind of like a dom experience? Yeah, yeah. Except he's like, like true dom. Very switchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Which I think is interesting. He tested as a his he had 100% rope bunny on his BDSM quiz. Interesting. But then he also had 100% rigor. So like <laughs> he just is into rope. Yep. yep. And tying up. He is indeed. He um, really. But my tip is having a an explicit conversation about what makes good sex before you have sex with someone. Obviously, that's not the case for like every situation. But it was so fucking good because we both knew what each of us wanted and what would get each of us off mm-hmm. from the jump. It was so and we were talking about like eye contact is like really important to me. And he was like, oh, my God, me too. It's so weird when people don't make eye contact. And then like during sex, we were just like locked in. And it was like so it was like we had it didn't feel like it was the first time we were having sex because we had such open, honest conversation about it. And also that was the you, first time I had done that. Yeah. You also like had some history, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, you have kind of like a basis of already knowing each other a little bit. Totally. But totally. It is a total game changer to talk about sex in that kind of way before you even have it. Yeah. I had never done that before. It was amazing. Well, like with Mr. Liz, like when we first met, you and I already had this podcast. Yeah. So he was already listening to it, like understanding what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like you'd be into this thing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "Um, have you heard of this? And I was like, no tell me more and then he was like this is what i like to do and i was like i want that i remember you texted me right after that you were like what the fuck yeah my mind is blown i know i had to like it was like i had to process it for a few days Uh like what had just happened Uh i was like oh i didn't know like i knew sex could be fun i didn't know it could be this fun yeah yeah and that's good yeah so which is the perfect segue for me to talk about the best orgasm i ever fucking had you and i haven't talked about this in person no i had the best orgasm i've ever had like two weeks ago and it like the sex was already really hot i think it's because um like i had just been like nonstop, like going and going for like while i was traveling Mm -hmm. like you know, I had to see my parents and my brother and all of like I just had to see all these people and it's already so stressful. One, traveling, two, traveling during a COVID surge mm-hmm. and three, just like COVID. <laughs> yeah. So all of that combined, I was just not really thinking about like sex or masturbating or anything like it's just and I was working remotely. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So then there was like a night that Mr. Liz and I were together and I was like, do you like maybe want to have sex tonight? And he was like, I was going to ask you the same oh, thing. Hell yeah. And then I think it was just kind of like the buildup, like neither of we had both been so busy, like and then um, spending time together, but like with other people. So we hadn't had time to like be alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of the buildup of that. But then the sex itself was really hot. Fuck Yeah. And 
Um, like I didn't, it, it felt amazing. And I always use like a little bullet vibrator. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, you know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't come from sex. I almost did. That's big. Yeah. Well, like while we were having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, I, not like, oh, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just been harder with the Lexapro. Like if I wasn't on Lexapro, I probably would have come immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it just takes a little more time than usual. Yeah. And then, um, he like came first and then like he always takes care of me. Like we'll like snuggle for a couple minutes and then um he also asks because sometimes I say no. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, you know what? No. I feel like very fine. satisfied and like not even just fine, like um like my brain is still really high. So I'm like I'm like, I don't need to like have an orgasm. I don't think I can because I'm just so like yeah mentally deep in it. Yes. That's the only way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. and um so anyways he took care of me and I have been doing this thing where I just like will intentionally try and be in a position where I can make eye contact with him too I don't know it was just so fucking good being able to like look at your partner while you're coming mm-hmm. it changes the game I also love watching when my partner's coming yes me too I love watching uh, I'm like let me see what I'm doing to you right now <laughs> You just, it just is, there's something so satisfying about it. Yeah. And then, um, like, like being able to look at him and like make eye contact and seeing like how much fun he's having. Mm-hmm. That's so hot to me. Like the, the idea that gets me off is knowing that he is also enjoying it. Yes. Like he's having so much fun doing it. Uh-huh. So that's super hot to me. Yep. And then afterwards I was like, my body was like shaking. He was like, I had to, I like slumped over. And then he was like, um, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but he was like, I think you should put your underwear on because you're kind of like dripping a lot. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, sorry. And then I was like trying to put my underwear on and I could like barely stand. Oh I had to like God. hold on to him. And then, um, he was just like holding me and then he was like I love you so much and I was like I love you so much too and then I was like I just like feel so safe and like I could be myself with you and then I was like I think I'm gonna start crying because I'm just so happy oh my god (laughs) and I mean I can talk more about this like I have a really interesting sex fact of the week so it'll make the crying make sense a little bit okay okay okay. but it's just yeah, just this overwhelming um, like level of emotions, like you know, having this massive orgasm, and then like just also like being with someone I like love and trust, right? And then, right. Um, he was like, "I feel so seen with you," and I was like, oh. "I was like, doesn't it feel so good?" And then he's like, "It really does," and I was like, oh my God, "I can't, I can't with like, you too. I truly, truly can't." It's on. We're honestly very annoying. Like, no, I love it. If someone looked through our text, it'd be like, "I love you so much." No, I love you so much. That reminded me. I talked to Moscow. <laughs> bum bum bum. Again, because I told you that I had talked to him and we had kind of like cleared the air, whatever, whatever, and like I didn't really feel like the, the air needed to be cleared, but yeah. we did. Um, I. I'm still feeling like a little bit petty about like not thinking that this like girlfriend exists. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is gonna get to how I got to this conversation. So um I asked him, he made some comment about like he he was like watching a TikTok about like guys that are like um when girls are like, I'm gonna go take a shower and the guys are like, without me, you know? <laughs> and he was like, 
I'm so happy I don't need to be on dating apps anymore. And I sent him like a mocking gif, like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm good for you. And he was like, well, you're a catch. You'll get swooped up soon. And I was like, yeah, but I just have to stay picky. And then I was like, I've been wanting to ask you, like, how's your girl? So I can stop calling her your girl. Like, what's her name? You know, I want to interrupt you a little bit because him saying like, you'll get swooped up soon. I hate the idea <laughs> that people have that like women are waiting to get swooped up. Like <laughs> I know. I'm fucking I know. like we're fucking not. Yeah, I know. We're I'm not, not waiting for like some guy to come swoop us up. Yeah, it's we're we're That's so true. That's like, that was my first thought when he said it. It's I was just like, like I'm if I meet you and I don't feel the way that like I want to be feeling in the presence of someone who's like, you know, someone I'm I might want to start dating or mm-hmm. have a romantic relationship with. Like, it's just not I'm just going to say goodbye. Right. I could have settled a long time ago. Yeah. My therapist reminds me of this. She like when I'm like, the times that I would mention like oh well like these people are married so I just feel like what am I doing wrong and she's like have you considered you're not doing anything wrong like you could have had those things Mm -hmm. but like you weren't happy so you made a different choice and I'm like oh shit you're right I I did yeah isn't it so funny how therapists will say things and it's like oh yeah no shit you're right I actually was miserable right and it's like (laughs) why did she need to say that for me to realize my therapist says the same thing to me when I was talking about my ex and his new girlfriend she's like well you could add that and you decided not to yeah like like if I had comfort if you would compromise your values and who you are as a person Mm -hmm. then sure you could have had those things but do you think you would have been happy if you had those things? No. That's the biggest thing. No. I wouldn't have the life that I have right now if I would have compromised my values. So anyways, no one's waiting to be swooped up. Yeah. Remember that. Especially Amelia. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry, but like yeah. a lot of people have tried to lock it down. <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> adios. It's been real. <laughs> the most like... Like, Squints has gotten the farthest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's because he's like, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with you taking your time and yeah, it doesn't, we don't need to decide anything right now. That's so fucking true. And he's, it's because he was about to get married. Mm-hmm. He is, he is such a fucking gem. He has, he is so aligned with my experience and your experience that mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense, like, where he is and why he is so stable. Yeah. And secure and like understands boundaries and has his own one of our listeners figured out who he is this is an anecdote (laughs) actually um our pisces bestie is who it was she messaged me and she was like love squints on like a post that i posted of him i'm like girl how the fuck do you know she like like, pieced it together and i did and i did i was like "Uh," and he doesn't care like you know he's like but i still want to respect his privacy but i I messaged her back was like you can't tell anyone she's like i won't i mean i'm out here just straight up tagging mr liz and i'm like hey is it okay if people probably know who you are and he's like "Eh, whatever (laughs) yeah i mean he doesn't really post on social media no he does nothing yeah so it's like he replies to my stories and that is literally it (laughs) squints squints is um on tiktok now i edited his first video for him he's like trying to i'm not gonna give any more information because our pisces bestie already figured it out with shit that i said but he's on tiktok now but this okay back to moscow he um i asked him like what's your girlfriend's name so i can stop calling her like your girl like she has a name but i was just being nosy but also like i do not like like calling people like your girl because she's not his anything and 
he was like, he sent me back this long text, <laughs> this long text that was basically like, <laughs> he was like, I don't like my last relationship was so public and like people were like in our business and da 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 and like it was like so toxic and like we were miserable like behind the scenes but then like we were like happy like online and I just decided I want to do things differently this time and I was filming all weekend so I didn't answer and he was like kind of like he sent me another message and he was like does that sound a little ridiculous and then like hours later when I still hadn't responded he was like I'm starting I'm starting to think that that probably sounded ridiculous and I wrote back and I was like, I mean, like, you have to do whatever. First of all, I don't believe that there's a girl. But that's, <laughs> that's beside the point. I was like. I thought he was going to reveal to you, like, there isn't one. No, I mean, like, he kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I messaged him back and I was like, I'm coming from an opposite side of it. Where, like, I was really private about my relationship for multiple reasons. And now everything is on the table because it has to be because we have this yep and everyone that i date has to be okay with that and like the i mean we use nicknames but people like our pisces bestie is gonna figure it out because like i've given enough clues for people to figure out who it is and like virgo people figured out who virgo was literally immediately when i posted that video yeah people have to be okay with and virgo (laughs) didn't really like opt into this because i hooked up with him before we had the podcast but i don't really care because he's a public figure so (laughs) but neither here nor there I, everyone that we date, like, kind of has to opt in to, like, being people knowing who they are, really. Like, even if we try our best to keep it a secret, that's just the reality of it. Mm -hmm. But I just thought it was an interesting juxtaposition. Say that this girl is real. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, whatever. Like, having this approach of being, like, I'm not going to post her anywhere. I'm not going to say her name. I just want, like, nobody to know who she is. Like, we don't really have that anymore. (laughs) Which is interesting. I'm okay with it. We opted into it. But like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, we do keep things close to the bell. Like, there are things that we don't share on the podcast, obviously. But like, identities are eventually going to be known because people care. Like, people care about what we're doing. They care about our well-being and if we're happy and who we're with and like who this person, people, who these people are that we talk about in such great length on Mm -hmm. the podcast. It's like, if it's in the present, we make sure, like, we ask, like, Mm -hmm. hey, just so you know it's okay are you okay with this yeah um and then I feel like when it's something that happened in the past we always like we'll give it some time Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) when we give it some time it's free game yeah that's so true there's been so many things where I'm like I have to like give it like a grace period of like a month or so well now we do early on we didn't oh my god like french press yeah i was literally just thinking about it wow he's such like a he's like the the star of the he really he has come up so many times and we've both been blocked for so long (laughs) whatever what are the odds of him listening i'm like oh my god that's so cute you think i think of you that much yeah anyways kinky katie texted us about this and then i started seeing i know we both forgot to text her back but it's while i think it was while you were filming and then i don't know what i was doing okay also i'm notoriously not good at texting (laughs) um should i bring it up should i pull it up if you want uh you don't No, she sent us a post that uh this has been going around like on i've seen it on twitter i've seen it on tiktok okay um apparently pushing on your like lower stomach while you're like having sex or like being fingered um makes you orgasm what i've also seen a video of a girl doing like um she was hanging and like doing like leg ups 
I don't know what that's called, but like it's for your abs. It's oh, for your yeah, lower yeah, yeah. abs. And she had an orgasm yes, while she was gym, doing that. I saw yeah. That. <laughs> so it also applies like during during sex, like when you're having if there's something in there and you're pushing down that makes so much it makes sense. your orgasm more intense because your g-spot's like right here yeah right? so that makes sense so she was like did everyone know about this except me and i'm like wait <laughs> my high school boyfriend used to do that and i didn't pay attention like if he was fingering me he would push he would like i've, I've been thinking about this more recently because i kind of like didn't really remember that this is how he did this like he would be sitting behind me and fingering me and pushing down on my stomach sitting behind you would you be that's on the only fours? time i've had an orgasm from being fingered really yeah w- were you on all fours or like no sitting behind you like-, like like his legs would be i'd be between his oh, legs like the comedian used to do that him. shit to me yeah 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 but also the thing about that is it's hot because like sitting in that position's hot like like coming up behind someone or something yeah, yeah like i was sitting on the ground and like doing something on my computer at uh mr liz's place the other day and he came up behind me and was like touching my neck and playing with my hair and i was like you're making me feel away right <laughs> now <laughs> it's just like something something feels nice about it but i think it's because they have like a good range of like motion you know because it's right it's in front of you you're not like doing anything like it's right like the person's in front of you you could do like a little reach around situation you have more mobility that way right so maybe that's why maybe it's there's something like so hot about it because they have maybe like a better angle it was just something whenever the comedian would like put me in that position it would be it would be like a helpless kind of thing that would like turn me on you know like i can't do anything really it's like i'm just like kind of in your i had a sex dream about him last night it happens hate that for me yeah hate that for me i haven't i haven't thought about him in a long time i woke up i was like sometimes it's fuck you have like these weird intrusive dreams hate it hate it it was also like a nap dream because i like oh those dialed into a meeting and those don't even count as real dreams that's so true they feel so much more like vivid though um i also wanted to mention i was reading the comments on a video because i've seen a couple of videos pop up like this after kinky katie texted us um and uh someone was like if you're talking about what i think you're talking about this also works for trans girls and i know because i'm trans so fuck yeah but i think you could you could easily accomplish this from like kind of like a sensual missionary type thing you know where you're on your back but i used to call it over the edge so you're like on the edge of like the bed or whatever and then they're standing up oh and you know i love that one your feet are up and yes. they're like holding on your ankles it's the fucking it best. is a really fun I one wish missionary had a different name yeah no one likes missionaries we Fuck should off. one of these days i'm gonna i'm gonna put a little bit of brain power behind this we should rename missionary um over you know there's over the edge over the edge well because technically that's like missionary but not but yeah. missionary fucking hits. It really does. I just really love feeling like close to the person that I'm having sex with. Yeah. But then I feel like both parties are like, this is missionary. We should change positions, you know, because it's like there's such like a stigma with missionary. But like it's the it's uh, I think it's top but, three positions for me for sure. The only thing I don't like about missionary is you don't have as good of clit access. Mm, that you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. So when you that's spice true. it up and, you know, maybe like 
your back is on like an incline or they're standing on the side of the bed and, you know, holding your ankles. There's a little more mobility there. I like that position because you have good clit access. That's so true. You really, really do. Without that that vibrator. Damn. That is true. I wonder if there's... And especially when you have long nails and you're just doing missionary, you always kind of end up scratching like you're the dude's torso. I don't even try it at that uh, see, point. See, I always try. And it's just... I'm always, I always regret trying. You get distracted. <laughs> so when you're on your stomach and you got the leg up, you have full access. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... There's a lot going on. It's very, it's like a very cerebral experience. It's pretty amazing. And, and I'm saying that as someone who has not tried that at all until you explained it. Thank you, Kinky Katie. Thank you. Just your, you Thank you, Kinky Katie. Anyways, push it on your lower stomach. It's the moral of the story. Yeah, regardless of your genitals, apparently. Yeah. So this is a win for everyone. I couldn't imagine anything better. Sexual truly. win all around. So my parents have been getting ready to move to Florida. They move into my apartment on Thursday for five days before they leave because the movers are coming to move all their stuff. I say this because they were cleaning out the storage area. Mm -hmm. And in the storage area was a bunch of stuff from the house that I lived in before I had moved home. And they started to go through the box and they were like, we figured it was probably best for you to go through it. And then there was like a vibrator, handcuffs, and like serious handcuffs. I don't remember buying them. Those were like police yeah. handcuffs. Why did I have those? We had a friend screenshot it and send it to <laughs> us with and it said A cab. <laughs> I honestly I want to make it my background. It's such a good it's just a great photo. It and is that I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna put it on the uh podcast Instagram. <laughs> Go look at our Instagram. Oh my god! Yeah, when this when this is this episode is live, Liz will have put it on the story. (laughs) Um, But in that box of my things, there was this a thousand sex games that I had bought with my ex, and I remember distinctly we were both very disappointed with it. But my brother was home for the holidays, and he saw it, and he was like, "I don't know what's in there, but you should talk about it on the podcast." I was like, "Brilliant!" So I brought it. The cover is two people kissing. If you have us on Patreon, I'm trying to get the light out of it. This is, uh, it's, it was sold at Lovers. Um, if you live in Washington, that's a sex store. Yeah, it's on the way to the airport. Yeah, there was one right down the street from my parents' house. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but I didn't know it was a chain. I don't know what is in here, but there are, I, this is the first time I'm opening it since I Okay, I've, so since we got a ex. little roulette. Oh, there's like sex s- dice. So there's a spinny thing and dice. That's a lot of things. Oh, ooh. Okay, so these could kind of be like, along with our sex fact of the week, there are like tips in here. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to pull a random one. Um. <laughs> ooh. ooh, there's stripping charts in here. Oh. A thousand is a lot. That is I wonder a lot. if anyone's ever counted it. Well, so these die have like, it's like, you know, kiss back or something hey, let's see what this one says oh, yeah, yeah. okay if you're listening and you have a partner you need to do this to your partner decide which of you will do it in three two one you have to stroke lips oh. <laughs> weird oh yeah I'm going to put some balm on there, baby. Subscribe to us on Patreon to see. To (laughs) watch me awkwardly stroking my lips. lips. Okay, and then the other person, you have to 
<laughs> lick inner thighs. Oh, I, I okay. like that one. I like that one. I remember me and my ex. This is the only game from here that my, my ex and I played, and we would always just roll the most like ridiculous shit. Um. Okay. This card is called Dirty Talk. Oh, there's little pictures of positions. Fun. This is just froggy. We've talked about this one. Froggy. Okay. You filthy beast, you and your lover are to talk dirty to each other during lovemaking. If you're not sure what to say, begin by telling your lover what you are going to do to them. Then progress to playful names like filthy pig boy and hot little whore. <laughs> Who broke those? <laughs> Try not to offend your lover, but still call him or her names and be very aggressive with you your dirty words. fucking idiot. <laughs> degradation you dumb motherfucker <laughs> no degradation can be hot that, it, depending yeah. on the words you use little pig boy is not a little pig boy <laughs> i hate that oh my god don't call your partner a dirty little pig boy unless you're like into it, that yeah agree upon that yeah that's little like, pig boy what was the other one Fil- filthy little whore or something like more kind of filthy like, little whore okay we all know Slut is the word you need to go to. Oh, I love being called a slut in bed. How do you feel about dirty slut? I love dirty slut. See? Filthy little whore. It it means the same thing as dirty little slut. Yeah. But dirty little slut feels so much better. I like like yeah. 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 Like, I've been called a whore in bed little like slut. Yeah. You fucking whore. Oh my god. I don't like that. I love it. I Fucking there is whore. something it, it, in the moment. It depends on who's saying it. You know, yeah. my ex used to do this thing where like he would find out that I was like in degradation or I was into like being slapped. You know, and mm-hmm. he would do it at like really inappropriate times. <laughs> I remember us talking about this. We talked so about early, early episodes. He well, just, and like, then after what? that, I don't remember if I told you this, but I asked Mister Liz. I was like, I think I might like that, and I want you to try it. Yeah, did you try it? Yes, and it fucking hurt. <laughs> We haven't done it since. Uh, what it was, if you're new to the podcast, I like went through a phase where I loved being slapped in the face during sex. And my ex knew I told him that. And then he would just like slap me in the face when we were like passionately having sex. And it was, <laughs> it was like, what, wait, hold on. It's not that kind of like, what the fuck? Kind of and it was just very off-putting. Like, you have to build into that. Yeah, it was just there's a time you could and just place. slap someone in the face no or like be like yeah just having like a very like you've had a romantic evening it hasn't built up to like something that's not gonna be vanilla like right i've said this before i like vanilla sex yeah it, you, you just have different kinds of sex mm-hmm. and you can't be having vanilla sex and then just be like yeah you're my little slut what did i do to upset you uh that wasn't where I, my head was at <laughs> but i guess yeah like uh, yeah it's just there's a time and place <laughs> there's a time and place and you just have to be good at recognizing when that time and place is how does one be good at slapping during sex is it like you hold their face and you slap a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, see, so it just slapped me. Uh-huh, that's what my ex would do, too. Just slap me. Oh, you don't hold your face and uh-uh. slap Now your people, face? when I tell them that I'm into that, they'll hold my yeah. face and slap my face. See, I think there that's different because there's a little more control there. Yeah, it feels in terms more of like Yeah, in terms of, like, pain. Yeah. Because if you don't know you're about to get hit... Yeah, it's like... Exactly, that's yeah. the thing. Is it would always catch me off guard. And, be like, <laughs> and I feel like slapping area, it needs to be in the cheek zone. Because uh-huh. when Mr. Liz hit me, it was like... 
I feel like it was like his hands are bigger than mine so it's like you know he's also getting this temple area that's so true and it's also like there's something about like it has to be all wrist and not arm yeah that changes the slap my ex would just like full like arm and he was so he hated doing it because he he was a very gentle person so i mean not with my emotions clearly but like (laughs) physically (laughs) he would be really gentle so he would do it and then and i'm like there are ways to do this and not be not feel bad about it and part of that is just holding and slapping Uh, part of it is being good at it (laughs) yeah yeah well because there is something so different between slapping an ass and like slapping someone's face yeah exactly it's more it's more wrist Look at the flick of the wrist. A little, a little more of this fishy, like this. A little more princessy here. Yeah, a little more princessy. You know? A little less elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Oh, oh, look model, who's baby. back! And then slapping, slapping some ass. Hell yeah, different. That wrist is it's firm. It's firm, and the it's, arm is doing all the work. You're just you slap it. <laughs> It's there's a there is the yeah you have to figure out the form for each body part yeah just do a little bit of face you know that's a that that's a delicate part of your body caution I suggest watching balesa porn which and I want to move on to our sex facts because we've been talking for so long now but oh and our battery died god damn it but our um I got sent a package from balesa the vibrators are actually life-changing and i want to talk about this a different week when we have more time highly highly recommend and that's all i'm gonna say because the camera died and i really really want this to be a key feature of our conversation because it's changed my it's changed my mind on vibrators we'll talk about it next week that's that's a big yeah that is huge i know it okay so your sex fact of the week i have a sex fact of the week Sex fact of the week. Sex fact of the week. Week. Sex fact of the week. The week. Beautiful. I felt <laughs> good about that one. That felt rehearsed. I don't think it's in key, but no, I you know um, what is key? The vibes, right? The vibe was on there. For sure. <laughs> There's definitely some kind of vibe. There was a vibe, <laughs> and it's threatening. <laughs> so the vibe scared me. <laughs> um. I'm doing the sex fact of the week. I know it's a rare occasion, but I've been excited to talk about this. I love this. So it's kind of like a two-part sex fact of the week. Mm. Um, And this one, I have to give some credit to, I wrote it down, Emily Arnold is her handle on TikTok. Okay. Um, And she got this information from the book called Beyond Shame. And a listener actually tagged us in this TikTok. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm adding this to my reading list. Oh, yeah. Um, But she explains, like, reiterates from the book, like, when you're having sex and, like, when you're orgasming, um, the hormones that are released, like, when you're having sex and such, um, are dopamine, testosterone, oxytocin, and vasopressin. And vasopressin's in charge of, like, feeling close to someone. Wow. And then prolactin, which is that comes in when you're having an orgasm and it's that feeling of satisfaction. So when you have an orgasm, like after that, those all leave. And then the one the like hormones that stick around are oxytocin and vasopressin. And those stay at the same level that you already feel for that other person. So if you have like a relationship, like a good relationship with someone – uh, and you're in, maybe you're in a relationship with them 
and you already have those feelings for them, like it's you're not going to feel as much of a drop. Interesting. So oh. it goes on. She goes on to explain. <laughs> Just in the home stretch. <laughs> of course. She goes on to explain that like you go chasing this like feeling of from like dopamine, which is way more fleeting than yeah. those two other hormones. And that's why like maybe like um, one night stands aren't as satisfying or you'll have a bunch because you're like chasing this feeling of satisfaction. Relatable. But you really only have that if you have like this connection and trust with another person. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's so true. I think about all the time how like I in that time in my life where I was just like fucking whoever, you know, and like leaving their house and being sad. After yeah. And being like, why the fuck am I sad? A big part of that was aftercare and we've talked about that. But I did feel like it was like a chemical thing. That like, ties in exactly to the next thing hell yeah if this is a totally different tiktok i got both of these within a few days Jealous. um so this information is from um with love wick so with love wick w-i-c-k um and she is stitching like these other creators who are talking about aftercare and they're they're saying like um aftercare is better than the orgasm and like the couple is like showing the things that they do after they have sex and um she goes on to explain that like aftercare is like scientifically proven to like be beneficial and she's like we could learn a lot from this couple but um post-sex bonding so over like post-sex bonding is beneficial to people because over 40 percent of people experience post-coital dysphoria which just means that feeling of like sadness or irritability and she also explains like it doesn't matter like who the person is like everyone kind of feels this and I think that also might be why like I was just so overwhelmed with like all of these like hormones like after like having this the biggest orgasm ever of course I'm gonna start crying about how much I love this person right right there are chemical components to why you're feeling the way that you are and then for it to be proven that like afterwards I will continue to feel high because I already have this like really deep level of like vasopressin and um oxytocin for mr liz because i like i love him so much yeah so like that continues to stick around and i've had like just this surge of hormones and i start crying about how much i love him yeah (laughs) yeah sex when you're in love with someone is so different it's so different and not even just that but like knowing you are fully safe and can be yourself with yeah. that person it just hits different like it does hit different it hits different when you're like i can have like crazy sinky, kinky sex with you and also tell you that i have to poop immediately yeah that's <laughs> and spe- it's, it's not gonna change it's just a special level of like connection of just being able to be fully honest and just like be yourself and not feel like you have to like show up a certain way in their life for them to accept you yeah right exactly. you just are who you are and they love you for that yeah that's like so it's such a rare and like freeing feeling it really really is yeah being feeling completely safe with somebody is such a gift mm-hmm. like yeah it's it's so true like being knowing that you can have this like crazy sexual experience with someone and that like you can have like a completely different experience with them like five minutes from then that is like a different kind of love and like you're going to feel like 
like held by them in a different yeah. way like five minutes later it just feels different and that's not to say like i mean i had a lot of really great sex when i wasn't in love with people mm-hmm. so you can still it's like yeah, obviously we're not saying that it's like bomb ass sex but, but it hits different when you're in love with them and you know more than 40 percent of people do feel like some sort of like sadness or irritability or disconnect after they have sex mm-hmm. or like i would say after you have sex and also after you orgasm potentially like you're gonna have this feeling of like i'm not even connected to this person like, yeah yeah you, you feel sad yeah um and some people so she was like saying that um like scientifically it's proven that like it's clear that aftercare is a solution to this mm-hmm. like having some sort of bonding activity afterwards does create like a dynamic between you and your partner that alleviates that feeling a bit yeah and i think it's just because you know like the first part of this bit of just having this surge of hormones that disappear afterwards that's gonna fuck with anyone yeah right any any sort of like brain chemical that like surges is going to make you feel like out of your ordinary yeah you know so being aware of it and being aware of what you need afterward or like being aware of how like you react to different kinds of people and just being keyed into it i think is like really beneficial to yeah yourself talk to partners about aftercare Mm -hmm. even it doesn't matter like we've said we will always say this it doesn't matter if you're having kinky sex no like aftercare is a key to just you know being intimate with literally anyone what stop what <laughs> he's back are, hi gorgeous you've been so quiet the past few weeks i'm sure our listeners have missed you he's like i know oh my god he's so handsome i've Come missed on. you baby there we go hi anyway so i thought that was really interesting just the combination of like understanding what is happening in your brain and with your hormone levels mm-hmm. And um, also understanding, like, how aftercare can benefit everyone. Yeah, just, like, pay attention to how you're feeling and what you feel like you need and communicate that with your partner, and it's going to make it better for everybody involved. And then Mm -hmm. also, like, asking your partner maybe what they need afterward, too. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I did with Mr. Liz when we started, and he was like, knowing that you are taken care of makes me feel, like... Taken care of. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And, I mean, that obviously plays into, like, our like dom and sub dynamic totally i to feel taken care of i need to know that you're taken care of yeah 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 that's true that's a good point yeah it's also like i don't think that people everyone that i've talked to about aftercare that wasn't exposed to it prior is like oh wow like can i think about that because i want to put thought into it and it's like people are just waiting to be asked (laughs) it feels so fucking good after like having an orgasm with someone that you care about um to just be held Mm mm-hmm or like, yeah, just having this like, you know, experience where like <laughs> you have just climaxed <laughs> yeah. that like just like snuggling into each other because it's like, yeah, we I didn't do this because I felt like I had to. Yeah. Like I enjoy doing this and I enjoy making you feel good and you enjoy making me feel good and I care about you as a person. Right. That's the most important part. Yeah. I care about you as a human, mm-hmm. as someone who has let me like have sex with you and seen we've seen each other naked like i care about you as a human yeah yeah and it's like being able to 
connect in a different way after having that rush too is like it's an interesting experience like laying in bed and talking to someone when you haven't had sex feels different than laying in bed and talking to someone after you've had sex like it Uh just feels different and that's also like part of aftercare is like being able to have a conversation like Mm -hmm. I love kind of like I've said this before like recapping what just happened yeah Yeah, debriefing and then going on to do some sort of bonding activity like maybe you get dinner together or like Mm -hmm. eat a snack in bed or yeah play a video game or like cuddle up and watch a movie or show that you've already been watching like just doing something that shows that like it's not just like hooking up and like leaving yeah you don't have to stay the whole night, but just having some kind of like connection afterwards. Right. It could be five minutes. It could be an hour. It's like, yeah. just t- talk about what you need. It's and so, don't overthink it. I have been <laughs> wanting to talk about this for a few weeks. This is this is sh- a short thing, but part of me and Squints is aftercare. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I love watching him get dressed. Aww. I fucking love it more than I like watching him get undressed. And it's become like kind of like a running joke. Like, I'll like go to the bathroom or like take a shower after we have sex. And he's like, I'll wait to get dressed. Like he knows that like I love watching him get dressed and I'll like applaud him after he does like each article. of clothing. That's so, that's so cute. It's <laughs> just so hot to watch get dressed. Well, and then that's is. also like an example of like something that you two have created. Yeah. 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 Like he's aware of something that you like. Yeah. So he's going to make time for it. Right. And like, yeah I think that's really sweet and And like (laughs) it's so like unique to the both of you totally and he'll like wear a certain amount of layers sometimes like when he knows we're gonna have sex like (laughs) I love that put on his bracelet oh my god I wish someone would applaud for me when I was like deciding what to wear they're just like yes queen (laughs) killing it put on that sports bra Oh my god yeah i don't know what it is i've like oh you know there i've i have hooked up with a lot of beautiful men there's something about watching squints get dressed that really really does it for me and it's funny we both laugh about it but i genuinely love it <laughs> well and then also like being able to like laugh about something that you love too just makes it even more enjoyable that's so true i think that's really sweet yeah okay well thank you for listening i have for, um cannot forget to plug our socials at the holy hour on tiktok instagram twitter um at holy hour podcast at gmail.com to send us your Oh, stories. I have not. Oh, there was an email I wanted to read, but we ran oh, out of time. We've been recording for almost two hours now. Um, Jesus Christ. Holy, holy shit. This will be fun to edit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but um, we're back. No no more breaks for us. Nope. Unless something severe happens, but, yep. like COVID. But no more breaks for us. Um, We love you. We love you. Our children how did you hit a good <laughs> harmony before i even gave you a note i that knew where you were going it was meant to be <laughs> wow what a beautiful moment for both of us happy new year it's true that some things change as we get older But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.